Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. The secret place, the place where you already know. Look at your neighbor and say, you already know. Tell, I know you can't see it's dark, but tell somebody on the other side, you still already know. And that's perfect because even when it gets dark in your life, you still already know. Come on. Times get hard. Trials get... But you still, I still already know. The secret place is the place where God speaks to each one of us. He can communicate with anything. We've discussed this for months now. He can communicate with the winds and the waves, with the ravens to feed his prophet, with the donkey. He can communicate with anybody, even sinners and people who have not yet come to the knowledge of who he is. Tell your neighbor, he can reach anybody. He can reach anybody. So the secret place is the place where you already know. Now, depending on your desires, depending on your, 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 your cravings, it'll, that will determine whether you suppress what you already know or accept what you already know. Tell your neighbor, accept or suppress. Yeah, I'm, I'm not part of their presentation, y'all. I'm preaching. I'm in. Yeah, okay. So that's why I'm saying tell your neighbor and all that. Uh, let's give it up for them really quick. Incredible. Incredible. Thank you. Incredible. I love it. Because that's the battle and debate we feel to different degrees every single day with different decisions and situations. So this is the place where you already know. Now, your cravings cannot outweigh what you already know or shouldn't. Your desire shouldn't trump his way, but it often does. And then when we hit the brick wall, then when we come to the place where we're in disarray and we're confused and we're irritated and frustrated, most of the times we're frustrated. That's a, a, a prideful response to disobedience. Frustration is often pride's response to us not obeying something. Irritation, confusion sometimes, because God is not the author of it, sometimes confusion is pride's way of saying, how did my way not work? Why are we not happy right now? We done slept with them, we done party, we done drunk, and what's... Confusion is often pride screaming, why am I not working? Many of us are not confused, really. We already know. Did y'all hear what I just said? If you sit and think about it, you're not confused. You already know for some situations. I'm not, I'm not being ignorant. Or, you know, or sometimes you do have to like, oh, Lord, what's going on? I understand that. But for the most part, we're pressing so hard to do things and have things our way. And when our press doesn't work, we're frustrated, we're irritated, and we're confused. You're not confused, you're just not surrendered. For some of us I'm talking about. But you have to have the guy you want. You have to have the girl you want. You gotta have the job you want. You gotta do the things you want so aggressively that you will choose confusion and frustration as a lifestyle. 
and still in some foolish way hope that what you really want will come to pass your way. So your pride, or not your pride, excuse me, pride in all of us to any degree, to any degree, pride will give us strength to endure still a lifestyle of confusion. Some of y'all been confused for months and years. And you're coming to church trying to figure out what you're confused about. Maybe you're not listening. You heard this side and it was like, oh my God, he is so corny. She was fly. I like that. I like that. That's why. Come on, I'm trying to set you free this morning. I said, we come to get free this morning. For where the spirit of the Lord is, come on, there is liberty. I give you permission to yell at your neighbor and say, be free. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You don't have to be confused another day for, some, for something you already know. You don't have to be stressed another day for something you, don't, you already know. You don't have to be irritated another minute. Especially if... I like y'all. Y'all good, good listeners. You already know. So in essence, what I'm saying is because of our carnal desires are so aggressively strong, we will choose a life of confusion. Or a month, or a year, or years, or a season of confusion, and we'll actually call it confusion. Because pride will never let you say you're doing it wrong. Come on. It will, it will never let you say that. So I will, the furthest I'll go is confused because I can't be wrong. Come on, y'all know I'm talking right to you and I don't even know you. Yeah, I, 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 I must be just frustrated because my season ain't come yet because I'm not wrong. That's what, I, that's what I'm not. You know, that, I know I'm not wrong. I know I'm sleeping around, but everybody sleep around. So that ain't wrong. So, so... So, God, y'all need to get this together, God. I'll be waiting. I'll be praying or whatever, but I can't be wrong. Y'all know I'm, y'all. The furthest your pride will let you go is confused and frustrated. It will never let you go to humble yourself, broken, surrender. It'll never let you choose his way. Because the enemy knows once you taste and see... Hey, that the Lord is good. You won't want for anything else. And are you ready to drink from the well that never runs dry? Because once you drink from this well, you will never thirst again. Look at your neighbor and say, take a sip, take a sip. The enemy does not want you to even take a sip because he knows God is so good. God is so faithful. God is so amazing that it's impossible to go back. I'm yelling, y'all excuse me. I'm a little excited. Hallelujah. 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 So the lie, the devil is a liar. The lie, the devil is a liar. The lie, the devil is a liar. The lie in your life could be, I'm confused. 
just, I'm frustrated with my life. I'm just irritated. I'm just, uh, that could be the lie. <laughs> to stop you from waving that white flag. Make sure they do not surrender. Please. Because it's fulfillment, it's fullness on that side. Let's just keep giving them partial. What I do, what the flesh does is give you partial consistently. So I give you consistent pieces. But God gives you wholeness. Uh-oh. He gives fullness. He don't just give you money. He gives you money and peace. He don't, y'all hear what I'm saying? He gives you health and restoration. He gives you wisdom and freedom. He is concerned with the whole you. While the flesh is just giving you pieces of carnal cravings. Your car don't just need gas. You need oil. You need, what's that for air conditioning? Freon, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Your car is a total vehicle, not just, I don't just need gas. But all the flesh try to do is gas you up. Uh-oh. I wish Liv came to church today. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let them gas you. Don't let them gas you. I need more than gas to run. I need oil. I need my tires rotating. I need an engine. I need you to check on me. Look, open the hood. Look on the inside. Make sure I'm good on the inside. Don't just watch me. Detail me. Pay attention to the detail. Y'all. I need a God that will pay attention to the details of my life. I hate getting my car washed and I still see an old mosquito on the windshield. I don't just want why, I want detail. And God is into the details of your life. Which is why he don't function with you from the outside. He doesn't connect with you from the outside in. He's in the secret place. But we reject them. Pride stands up and speaks on your behalf. And I know we don't think it's pride, y'all, but that's the, that's the root. That's the root. Pride sticks up for you more than selfishness. Selfishness is pride's cousin. Pride is the hidden thing that you don't know is working in your life. Did you hear what I said? Pride is the hidden thing that's dictating your whole life. It's like the thing that's not there, but that's there. Are you hearing me? So the Bible says, so, so we have so many different, uh, he says, in all thy ways, tell your neighbor ways matter. I'm almost done. We're talking about surrender and success, and I'm trying to end the secret place today as well. Uh, ways matter. Your intentions could be good, but your ways could be bad. Your motive could be right, but your ways could be wrong. You could want to correct a child, but beat them till they bleed. And you crying like, this hurt me more than it hurt you. No, it don't. Let's switch. 
Since that hurt worse, let's switch because I actually need the hurt worse in this scenario. <laughs> Let me beat you, mom. <laughs> so I'll never do it again. Anyway, stop playing, we in church. <laughs> in all thy ways, acknowledge me. God is not even upset at your ways. In all your ways, acknowledge me and let me direct your ways. Give your desires to me, ratchet or righteous, and let me direct it. You don't just want to have sex. You want companionship. Let me direct it. Uh-oh. God, I'm always thinking about sex. Okay, you just want attention. Let him direct your... Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. Let him direct it. We don't bring our crazy thoughts or desires to God because we think he's, we, we already know he's going to reject it. He might reject it, but he might direct it. Because you can't lose all your desire for a woman just because you're not married, but you can't lust for every woman at the same time. So let him direct it. You can't lose your desire for intimacy with a man just because you're not married yet and I'm trying to keep my chastity. But you can't lose that desire because you're going to get married and he's going to be very. So not lose his desire, but let me direct it. Direct it. Direction. Your life is his movie. Let him die. Let him direct it. And all thy ways acknowledge or consider him. My first scripture is the ox knows his owner. That's what it says. The ox knows his owner. And the ass his master's crib. I don't know if it's up there. Okay, it's not. But y'all just listen. Isaiah 1 verse 3. And my first scripture says, the ox knoweth his master. And the ass his master's crib. They know. They know who their leader is. They know who their master is. But Israel don't know. Animals get it, but my people, doth, we don't even consider. We all have a secret place. We rarely consider. What does God think about what I'm about to do? Because the ox knows his master through consideration. Every time I come out here, I got food. That must be my friend. The ass knows every time I come out here, I get washed in food. I need to keep that relationship in good standings. Because I'm considering, how does he know I'm always hungry? How, how does God just know I need strength today? How does God know I need joy? How does he always just provide for me? You need, who is your help? Live. You should consider, where does my help come from? Why can an animal stop and think about it, but not an intelligent, brilliant human being? Where does my strength come from? Where does my help come from? I should be wise and keep that relationship intact. These are what, this is what animals do. I will bite any other stranger, but that guy... 
Oh, I'm licking you all day because I'm going to get me another Scooby snack. Y'all quiet on this side. I said Scooby snack. Scooby always knew it. If I'm going to get a snack, I got to do the right thing. Y'all got quiet for some reason. Do you hear me? Without animals, without a promise, without a promise, notice his pattern. If you go over there, little Lukey, I'll give you, they don't know promises. They see patterns. When I obey, he blesses. When I do what they say, they provide. When I listen to them, they give to me. That's a pattern that God gives us. That when we obey him, y'all never mind. If you can't live by the promise, live by the pattern. That's what he's saying. Think about it. Consider. How are you not even considering where your strength comes from? You get sick and now you're well. How? Medicine. Okay, back it up. Who made the medicine? Doctors. Okay, back it up. Who gave them the wisdom? You got to back it up and you're going to end right back in your secret place because you already Israel doesn't even consider. What does consider me? Let's look at it. Really quickly, really quick. I got to rush this a little bit. To consider means to think carefully about. Everybody inhale. Exhale. Okay, think about that. I know it's minor, but it's the most major thing is, why, is how you're alive, right? <laughs> that breath right there is kind of actually how you're here. Where does that come from? And I know today y'all like, God. I mean, God. So consider that when you use the breath to cuss out somebody. That's all I'm saying. And it got quiet and I'm about to leave. So that's what I'm saying. How does the one that gave me this feel about what I'm about to say to this girl? Because I'm about to go in. And this is a minor thing. I'm talking about cussing. That ain't, I'm not, Peter did that. And I'm not saying it's cool. But I'm saying apply that to every decision you make. Look, look what it says. To carefully think about, especially in order to make a decision. So in order to make a decision, I consider the giver of my ability to think. I mean, you can go as far back as you want, but let me consider how he feels about how I'm about to use this strength because I want strength for the next thing too. Let me make sure me and him is good. So every time I come to the barn, there's grain in the food trout. Let me make sure me and him is good. So when I go to sleep, I wake up refreshed. Who does that? It don't matter how long you sleep. He restores my soul. Y'all, he making me to lie down so he can restore me. He restores. So you can wake up after 19 hours of sleep still tired. Come on, y'all. That's why we pop pills and we wake up and we pop pills and we wake up and we pop pills and we wake up and we pop. 
Because he gives restoration. He gives peace. He gives strength. Consider that. To contemplate, to reflect on, to regard as or deem to be. Consider. To think, believe, or suppose. Consider. To bear in mind, to make allowance for. Make room for God's thoughts. I know my thoughts. I know what I want. Everything is set up. But let me make allowance for what he might possibly say. That's consider. My people don't even make allowance for what I might want to say. Are y'all hearing this? To pay attention to. To regard. To regard with respect. To regard with respect. Thoughtfulness. Honor, etc., esteem. So not only let's listen to what God has to say, let's listen with respect. You see? Not like, hold on, little Jimmy, little Jimmy talker. Let's make allowance for little Jimmy. Go ahead, little Jimmy. Go ahead, boy. You ain't really respecting that. You're not honoring or holding in high regard. But when it comes to making allowance for the voice of the Spirit, listen with honor and respect and high esteem. In other words, basically whatever you say is what I'm going to do. Period. The ox knows his master's crib. That's my ma Do you have a master? Uh-oh. Do you have a master? Ask your neighbor, who's your master? I'm almost done. I got 15 minutes. Who's your master? For, many, for some of us, money is our master. Right? The Bible says you can't serve two masters. You either love one or hate the other. You can't serve God and money. In other words, God can't make you do something for him, but money can make you do something for it. Somebody... I want you to jump up, run down here, and praise God, because God will love it. I ain't about to run down them steps. and <laughs> He crazy. I'll have $50,000 for somebody that'll run up it. <laughs> I won't do it for God, but I'll do it for money. God wants you to jump up and scream. I mean, I'm, I'm saying different things, but y'all know, I'm talking about what we do in church I'm, right now, but really I'm talking about in life. Make the decision God wants you to make to please him. Man, money, I'll do it for money. I'll get any job you want me to get. I'll minister to whoever you want me to minister to. I will serve whoever you want me to serve. If you're going to pay me $50, I will grab the mic from pastor and preach now. I'll just try that. Hey, God, it's spelled G-O-D, man. You know what I mean? And that's like the real God. And he is alive in church and in life. He's God. That would be your sermon for $50,000. You'll try anything. Money can make you move, but not God. They singing and worshiping here and they praising God and we, it's a cute show. 
But if I said, hey, everybody, you get $2,000 for your praise expression because we're taping and we're recording, we're doing a movie. So all y'all are now actors. Well, I need $2,000 for everybody. Y'all. What you're saying is money can get it, but... But now God, as if money has been good to you, as if money, never mind, y'all, has God been better to anybody in here than money has been? Has God been more faithful than cash flow? Has God made a way more than money can ever make? Right now, without getting paid, give God pride! Yeah! I said make some noise in here! Let me end this. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's praise God rather than money for a second. Hallelujah. If I never get a house on the hill, hallelujah anyhow. If I never get a... Hallelujah anyhow. If I never have... Hallelujah! Money is not my master. I serve God and God alone. It is He that has made us. And not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pastors. Enter into His gates. With thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures. Prove to me that God is your master and not money. I'm not getting paid the price. But he's going to reward me for my obedience. You actually are getting paid the praise. God's going to pay you back. He's going to bless you just for being obedient. He's going to make out on us. Did you hear what I just said? You are getting paid the praise. I said you are.
If you'll do it for money, you should do it for God. It shouldn't even be equal. It should be a no-brainer to do it for God if you'll do it for money. <laughs> I want to pray. Like I said, for all entrepreneurs and business owners in here, those who desire to be, if you're an entrepreneur, I know I skipped a whole lot. If you were here last week, you know about surrendering success and what we think success is. But I got to pray this week for you guys. I'm not going to finish this, so it looks like I'm jumping. I am, but I have to pray. There's a grace on our lives for business, entrepreneurship, revolutionary vision, creative advancements and progress in the kingdom. There's an anointing on our lives. It's not to make money, but the anointing draws money. What I'm saying is, essentially, when you're walking in your purpose and what God has designed you to do, when you're walking in his vision, there's always provision. That's what I'm saying. If, if you don't have provision, what vision are you walking in? So every entrepreneur in here who already has your own business or desire to have your own, come to the front, please. Let me pray with you. As you come, look at this. Man, the whole church. Come on. Business owner or desire. Well, I, I'm sure everybody desires to have your own business. I'm saying if it's like close. <laughs> It's like, hey, I'm like six months, a year away. I'm sure everybody desires ownership. So maybe I'll, okay, y'all still come? Okay, so, okay. business owners, those who love money will never have enough. Meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. Do not go into business to make money only. 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 Do not see people as dollar signs only. See them as in need of your service. Business owners, do you hear me? Do not go after people 30, 40, 50, oh, I could be, if I, you are in need of my services. My heart is to help those who need their car wash, so I'm starting a car wash business. My heart is to serve those who may love soul food, so I'm going to open up a soul food restaurant. My, and these are just my, my, my heart is to make sure people's credit is in line, so I open up my credit. You, you understand what I'm saying? Your heart should be to serve you love money you'll never have enough you'll just be living frustrated and it's meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness the more you have the more people will come help you spend it so what good is wealth except perhaps to watch it slip through your 
fingers. So don't go after money. Go after serving. Did you hear me? Uh, what am I, what's the next thing I'm going to say? Uh, can you go to my ninth slide? David, talking about David. Anyway, let me get out of here. It says, this is Acts, New Testament, way after David was dead. After David had served his own generation by the will of God, he fell asleep. He died. This is Acts, talking about David's life, summing it all up, saying that we think of David and Goliath, we think of all the great, but from God's overview, you know, the back of the book, he served his generation. Whoa, I thought he was the king, kings. Most of the reason we have a problem with 45 now is because he's not serving us. It's like he's in office for his own selfish thing and people are mad at Trump because he's not considering everybody. He's not serving everybody to certain people's, from certain people's perspective. So we don't like Trump because he's not adequately serving America. Other things too, but I'm saying that's the basic thing. Kings serve well. Not themselves, your generation. When you're serving, good service is not based on you. The client determines, y'all, whether your service is good or not. You could think it's good, but they might not like the fragrance in your restaurant. Smell like cocoa butter in here. I don't like cocoa butter. But you think that's the best smell in the world, so that don't mean you're serving them well because you're giving them what you like. Serve the generation. If you're starting a business, what do they, what do they, mix what they need with what they want? Man, this, I'm gonna do a business thing. You gotta find the balance on what you present and then what you're gonna accommodate. This, not, this might not be my strength, but because it's popular opinion or whatever, I'll add it to what my gifting is. You, you understand what I'm saying? My gift is singing, but everybody's about swag and all that, so let me dress nice. So let me accommodate those that are looking for that while still serving you my gift. I'm gonna do a business, we're gonna do a business course. I wanna pray for you business owners and I want you to consider these two things. I wish I could break it down. Leaders serve and sow. That's how it works in the kingdom. In the culture, you take and uh, what's the word? Extort. You use people. I'm making paint a pretty. I'm painting a pretty picture to lure you in, and then I got you. And I got my check. That's the culture. Pepsi commercial is always seen with family and friends, so you feel warm and cozy. Oh, I want a Coca-Cola at Christmas with that polar bear. It just looks so cozy. Let me get a Coca-Cola, please. They got you. Because they lure you in just to extort you. Do not be that business owner. Do not be that leader. Don't use people. Love people. Serve and sow. 
serve and sow. Serve and sow. Serve and sow. Serve your generation well and sow. The Bible says that Isaac, I believe, does not him excuse me. He sowed in the land and he reaped a hundredfold the same year. Now before that, God told him, don't go there, stay right here. I'm putting you here. He sowed in the land that God told him to go to. God said, go here. He sowed there and he reaped a hundred times more than the seed he sowed in the same year. If God has planted you at live, you should sow here. You don't, hey, 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 you ain't got to get tight. You don't have to give a dime today. This is not a stick up. We don't do that. Okay, let me look at all, I'm trying to look at all y'all in your eyes. Like, I didn't call y'all all up here to ask you for money. I'm telling you, it will be wise as a leader or business owner to sow where you are planted. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's a secret. It's a kingdom secret. We've done it and we've lacked nothing. Right? I just, I, amen. I ain't going to talk about myself. I'm not bragging. I'm telling you what I know. It's not talent. It's not skills. Oh, you can sing. Oh, mm -mm. It's obeying principles of God it works for everybody serve and sow if you don't serve or sow here serve and sow somewhere but I believe you should serve and sow where you're being fed and led amen so we're going to pray for you my love just come stand with me for a second there's so much I want to say to you guys I think we're going to have like a some type of symposium or some type of intensive business intensive seminar and I want to share practical and spiritual principles and maybe get a specialist to come in that just will give you the practical would y'all be interested in that Bible says that wisdom and money are two of the greatest defenses in the earth wisdom is a defense money is a defense the Bible says in one translation you can get anything you want in earth if you have both of those. But wisdom is the greater thing because that's the only thing that can save your life. That's what the Bible says. Money can't save your life. A lot of rich people are dead. But the Spirit of God and wisdom can. So value wisdom over money. Are y'all hearing me? Value wisdom over money. And ask them for wisdom on finances if you're going to be a leader and an entrepreneur you're going to have to manage money well you're going to have to understand sacrifice you're going to have to understand three words not right now i need my hair done but man, i would love a new outfit but i would love to go eat at roof chris but oh that new movie came out but you, I, i'm a business owner and our wrist looking stupid in this season to be soaring in the next so let us pray for you we'll talk to you all more and when you find out about the business classes please sign up and this is not just a, a, um, compartmentalized just for them this is everybody father we thank you for every business owner out here every entrepreneur who already has their business or who has a vision of a business God we pray in the name of Jesus that they understand that they are an answer 
people have been praying for the vision you have now and when you show up their prayers will be answered you entrepreneur you business owner are somebody's answer that's a great charge for you it's a great responsibility to be somebody's answer you we need to seek aggressively the counsel of God not just Google strategies not just Google marketing plans but the counsel of God in our secret place will guarantee your success I pray an anointing of favor over every entrepreneur in here favor you will not have to go through the ranks that all has to go through you will not have to have the degrees that everybody has to have ownership in the name of Jesus I pray that you accelerate and skip levels in the name of Jesus may you have favor in the eyes of those who matter may you not struggle may you not toil hard may your work be easy and light may his yoke be easy and his burden light may you have peace may God surround you with help loyal help with, without motives or secret agendas up their sleeves may God send you help to hold your arms out may he send you runners to run with your vision that have your heart in the name of Jesus so father we thank you for help strength and wisdom and favor change us from the inside out make sure we're going into business to love and help and not to extort and take we love you and we love your people and we see a need therefore we start our business in the name of Jesus we pray clap your hands if you agree with that prayer and scream amen I said scream amen all my prosperous people in the building make some noise. All my people that's going to listen to their secret place make some noise. All my people who love Jesus make some noise. God bless you business owners. We're not done with you. We're just getting started. I just kind of wanted to see you. I just kind of wanted to go ahead and jump and praise them. Go ahead. She got her breakthrough. I just wanted to see you. I just want to lay our eyes upon you so we can know who we're talking to. And we're going to continue to give you information and resources that's going to help you excel in business. And you will prosper and be in health even as your secret place prospers. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.